at the end of the day, and I'm, I'm gonna say what I said during coronavirus, as creatives, it's okay to be mentally exhausted. It's okay if you need to just take some time to yourself. Your mental health is so important right now. It feels, it feels like things are just piling on right now, and I get that. And so, creative to creative, I say to you, if you can't do something right now, if you can't protest, if you can't utilize your creative art, that is okay if you need to take care of yourself. What is not okay though is if that you don't want to do it because you don't believe in the movement. You're listening to Creative Breakthrough, the podcast that provides you with the strategies to elevate your creative passion to the next level. I'm your host, creative hustler, and chicken wing lover, Shireen Kassam, AKA the funny brown girl. And yes, I have an unhealthy obsession with chicken wings. Now, get ready to flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Hey, welcome to The Creative Breakthrough. I am your host, Shireen Kassam, AKA The Funny Brown Girl. Hey, if this is your first time tuning into this podcast, thank you so much for joining us today. And if you're a repeat listener, I am so grateful that you come back week after week. Hey, I have a huge favor to ask you. If you are listening to this podcast right now on your cell phone or on a computer, say on Google or Apple or Spotify, you can actually share this podcast. And I would love it if you went to the share button right now and shared this podcast either to your social media or to a couple friends who you think would find this podcast informative and interesting. It has been my goal to try to double the size of this podcast and I am struggling, I won't lie. So I could use your help. Other big news though is we are trending in Spain, guys. We have never trended in Spain and we are trending in Spain. So thank you so much, uh, Spain, for listening to this podcast. I can't say thank you enough. Week after week since March, I've been coming to you guys, well, not week after week, by week after by week um, to, during this pandemic. And I've been sharing with you how life has been in Florida during this pandemic. And uh, we've, re- we've now uh, opened up, basically. It's supposed to be at 50% opened up, but if you step outside in Orlando, Florida, United States right now, everything is back to normal. You wouldn't even know that there is a pandemic or a coronavirus. Um, there's nobody where, not nobody. A majority of people are not wearing masks. They're not social distancing. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how people just reverted back into this old way of living and not even concerned about their behaviors around other people. I am still furloughed from Disney. Uh, furlough again means I am laid off, but I they pay for my health insurance um, in the meantime. So that's been interesting. There's been no uh, there's been no communications whether I'll be going back or not yet. And it's funny because now that it's been almost two months, people are like, are you looking for a new job? Have you started looking for a new job? And I haven't. Um, And I'm not sure if I'm supposed to start panicking yet or not. Um, But since the last time I came to you guys two weeks ago, uh, two weeks ago, we were talking to Tina Mabry about dealing with rejection. And in the last two weeks, a lot has changed here in the United States. Um, You may have seen it on the news um, if you're internationally, because I know BBC has been broadcasting it a lot. But um, basically, we are in the midst of history here in the United States. We, you, I've never seen anything like this in my time. Um, these these protests. There's there. For those of you who don't know, um, about a week and a half ago, a uh, there's there was two incidences. Um, 
One incident was this woman named Amy Cooper who was in Central Park and she threatened to call a man, she threatened to call the police on a man threatening to say that, well, not even threatening, she did call the police on a man claiming that an African-American man was harassing her, um, knowing knowing that by saying an African-American man to the police that she was utilizing her power as a white woman. Um, that really that really set something off inside of me because I've had that happen to me. I've had people um, use their power over me, um, whether it's in my day-to-day -day life or whether it's at a comedy show or whether it's even at work, I've had this happen to me. And now it's funny because now we call them Amy Coopers. And um, she, the, the guy was videotaping her, so it was all on videotape, her abusing her power, her status in society as a white woman and uh, she lost her job. She had to <laughs> return her dog back to the shelter because if in the video, um, she's, it's, it's shown that she's basically choking her dog um, and she's banned from Central Park. And, and that set off a lot for me. Um, but then um, there was a, the, the biggest, the bigger thing that happened in America was the killing of George Floyd. Um, George Floyd is a black man in Minneapolis and the police arrested him because they accused him of paying for something with a counterfeit $20 bill. And whether he knew it was counterfeit or not, we don't know. But whether that, that doesn't even make a difference whether he knew or he didn't. Because for $20, nobody should lose their life. And it's on video of this police officer putting his knee on the neck of the guy for eight to nine minutes. Um, and he had passed away, so for the extra at six at about six minutes, from what I understand, and so for the next two to three minutes, the police officer just had his his knee on this guy's neck, um, and this guy died on camera because this police officer abused his power. Um, he died in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Well, I think he was already dead. They're saying that he he died in the ambulance. There's a lot of different stories, and. It has set off. It has set off protests. It has set off riots. It has set off. It has set off a conversation that we have needed in the United States for so long, and I can only hope that we we move forward. I can only hope that we become more united. I can only hope that this changes the way we have dialogues, and and I know it's hard because as a person of color, as a as a person of color, and and the listeners who are listening to this who are black. This hits us differently than it does our white counterparts. And it's hard sometimes to explain to our white counterparts why this is so important, why it is so important to stand up, why it is so important to be outspoken. I can say personally, there's been so many times when I have been, I have been at the brunt of racism, whether it is in the workplace or whether it is in my day-to-day -day life. And I've had people just stand there and not say anything. Um, and that silence is so detrimental to this conversation. It is so important to stand up. It's so important to speak out. And I know that sometimes people are afraid of ramifications, but there's so many ways that you can speak out. Um, I don't want to make this whole podcast about what is happening in the United States. And I know that wherever you are in the world, these situations are happening. There's ethnic violence, there's religious violence, there's cultural violence. I mean, if you look at India, what's happening in India right now, um, there's religious violence. If you look in the Middle East, there's there's religious violence, Shia versus Sunni. In Africa, 
um, and I and, and I hate to use the broad term Africa because I know it's a continent, but in in different parts of the country continent, um, there's there's ethnic violence, and there's religious violence um, like Nigeria. And we have to do better as society. We have to learn to talk. We have to learn to communicate. And so I urge you guys today as creative, from a creative to a creative. And I, I, I would personally say I have not been going to the protests. I am not protesting. Um, I am still following social distancing to a degree. I, 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 I don't leave my house unless I need to go to the grocery store. So I'm only within a three mile radius of my house um, or if I go to my parents' house. But I was talking to a black friend of mine and I, I, I said to her, Do you, are you angry at me because I'm not protesting? And she said, no, Shireen, I'm not angry at you for not protesting because you have a skill set that you can utilize more to educate people about what's happening. And that's comedy and that's your creative side. And so I urge you from creative to creative to think about how can you help? How can you spread the message? How can you be a voice in this dialogue? Um, and again, whether you live in the United States or not, whatever, wherever you live in the world and whatever um, racial tension or ethnic tension you guys are facing, how can we as creatives utilize our space? Is it, is it if you're a graphic designer, is it making posters? Is it making social media images? Is, if you're a web designer, is it creating a website to educate people? Is it creating music? Is it creating sketches or art? Um, is it creating comedy to make people laugh but understand that what's happening is serious. Um, but even if you're not a creative and you're listening to this podcast, I urge you just to to support your support your family, support your brothers and sisters. And I, when I say brothers and sisters, I mean support your support people who are feeling this really impactfully. Support your black sisters. Support your black brothers. Support wherever you are in the world. Be a shoulder to lean on. And if you don't understand why this is happening you don't understand why these riots and protests are happening talk to someone call someone you can call me you can email me let's have a discussion let's have a dialogue don't shy away from it don't feel either I feel like some people are either too anxious or nervous they don't want to seem like they don't know and so they don't want to ask and then there's people who just don't get it and and I understand both sides if you if you've never had to deal with it you don't get it um, my ex-boyfriend was white. He didn't get it. And there were so many times I tried to explain it to him, but sometimes you just, until you face it, you don't really understand it. But the more conversations that we can have about it, the more we can try to make a difference. Um, and as, as, we're, as we're going through this, I, I'm, I don't personally work, but if you are working and you are on a Zoom call or you are in a meeting, I don't know if companies have opened up to have meetings yet, and you hear this discussion, you hear this dialogue, or you see something that doesn't sound right or seem right, speak up and say something. With all that said, at the end of the day, and I'm, I'm going to say what I said during coronavirus, as creatives, it's okay to be mentally exhausted. It's okay if you need to just take some time to yourself. Your mental health is so important right now. It feels it feels like things are just piling on right now, and I get that. And so creative to creative, I say to you, if you can't do something right now, if you can't protest, if you can't utilize your creative art, 
that is okay if you need to take care of yourself. What is not okay, though, is if that you don't want to do it because you don't believe in the movement. And so I really urge you to, to look deep inside yourself and understand, are you mentally exhausted or do you not believe in the movement? And if you don't believe in the movement, then we have a bigger conversation that we need to have. I can personally say I am mentally exhausted. Um, it's been a rough couple months. I was doing really well, but this has hit me really hard because it means a lot to me. Um, it's, it's something that I'm really passionate about. And so with that said, I am actually going to put this podcast on hold for a few months. I'm not going to drop any more episodes after this episode for the months of June, July, and August. And I will be back. And I'm just checking my notes so that I give you guys the right date. I will be back on September 10th, 2020. That is a Thursday. And so we'll be back on a bi-weekly schedule again starting September 10th. And so I will say to you, make sure if you're listening, well, you are listening to this podcast right now, make sure you subscribe. It's super important that you subscribe so that when I come back on September 10th, you'll get an alert, a notification that I'm back. And we have such a great lineup for season three. Um, I, this is not a seasonal show, but I'm now making it seasonal because this is the second break that I'll be taking. Um, but season three is going to be amazing. We have MSNBC business correspondent and anchor Ali Velshi. We're going to have the co-founder of Dev Comedy Jab, Bob Sumner. We're going to have comedian, actor, and writer Nelu, Nelu Honda. We're going to have... Jamie Kalika from Tyler Perry's new drama, Ruthless. We're going to have chef Saqib Keval, whose restaurant has been named one of Times Magazine's greatest places of 2019, and so many more awesome guests. So I really, really, really hope that you subscribe to this podcast, and I will see you back here on September 10th. In the meantime, take care of yourselves, guys. Take that mental break. Focus on your art. But before I leave you today, I really wanted to talk to you about side hustles. I've gotten a few questions from people who are who are sitting at home during this pandemic and they're like, how do I utilize my time? I'm nervous I'm going to get laid off. Um, I want to make sure that I'm set up for success. And so I really want to I really want to promote the idea of a side hustle. For those of you who don't know what a side hustle is, basically it's a second job. It's a job that you have after work um, that allows you, one, to make some extra income, but also pursue a passion that you may not get to do at work. So it's a, it gives you this chance to kind of spread your wings and do something that excites you. And there's so many different types of side hustles. So for example, for myself, um, I do comedy. I get paid to do comedy and I love doing comedy. That's a side hustle. This podcast is a side hustle. I love doing this podcast and I've recently started getting paid for doing it. So it's a side hustle. I have an online business and I will say to you that it has been my lifesaver during this coronavirus thing because I have not received a single check from the government. Um, and so I've got bills piling up and luckily I have this online business. So that is a side hustle. And um, I do speaking engagements. I haven't been doing any right now because obviously uh, we're in a lockdown. But when I do speaking engagements, I get paid to go and speak. And so those are all side hustles. I do them outside of work. I'm passionate about them and I get paid to do them. Side hustles are also a really great way if, uh, to test the water. Say you have a business idea or a startup idea and you want to try it. You can, you can do baby steps. You can just put your feet in the water and check it out and see if you enjoy it and see if you enjoy the work. And if you don't, then you pivot or you change you change it totally. You, you can always stop a side hustle. You're not invested in a side hustle. Um, 
I'm gonna give you five reasons why side hustles are amazing. One, you can learn a new skill or a new experience. So I started an online business um, and I really just wanted to learn how to run my own business. I wanted to learn about managing and supply chain and inventory and marketing and digital marketing and digital media. And I wanted to be my own boss. And it's been an amazing opportunity to, to, to watch this business grow and like keep learning new things on how to make it evolve. Um, you get to test the waters of something new and exciting without a full commitment. You get extra income so for hard times like when you're furloughed or when you're laid off. You get to explore a passion that you may not get to at work. So for example, I get to explore comedy. I get to explore this podcast. I get to talk to amazing people like Bob Sumner and Ali Velshi and um, Jeff Friday and Maz Jabrani and Tina Mabry and Felicia Pride and Maza Mengiste. When else would you get these opportunities to talk to these people? But I get to do it because of my podcast. Um, and then you get a sense of fulfillment because you want, like for this podcast, I get such a great sense of fulfillment when you guys email me or DM me or tell me um, what you liked about the podcast. Like that gives me this sense that I am doing something for the greater good. And so for me, that's super exciting. But also like you get to own your work, like your side hustle is yours. Like you own that, that nobody can tell you that you're doing it right or you're doing it wrong. Only you know what you're doing with it. Um, and there's so many ways to do a side hustle, right? So like for one example is like you have a hobby. Say you have a hobby, which for me, like, um, actually I didn't have any hobbies, but <laughs> comedy kind of just happened. It wasn't really a hobby, but say you have a hobby, like you like, you love being on the, on the computer. You love design, you love graphic design and web design. You can start making websites for people. Say you're a musician, like your that your hobby is like, you love creating music. You love putting together um, tunes and stuff. There's actually websites where you can put your musical tunes and stuff on the website and sell it. So for example, when you listen to this podcast, the intro music and the outro music, I actually bought that music off the internet. Like somebody had created it and I bought it. Um, so you can turn a hobby into a side hustle. You can also turn in your job into a side hustle. So I'm gonna say to be careful, and we're just gonna jump right into like things, some things, some quote unquote rules to side hustling. So one, don't do anything that competes with your main job. So for example, if you work for an oil and gas company, don't go and start consulting oil and gas companies. Um, don't use your company as a marketing tool to promote your side hustle. So again, if you work for an oil and gas company and now you're gonna go and start your own oil and gas company um, or some, or like say you're gonna start a side hustle where you're gonna do either coaching or consulting or say you're gonna do website designs for oil and gas companies. I wouldn't say, hey guys, I work for X company, so that's why you should trust me to make your website. Like try to keep your side hustle and your real job super separate. And I say that because if you have a good leader, they should understand that a side hustle is an awesome opportunity to learn new skills and to develop yourself. But some leaders feel that you're not showing full commitment to your job. And so there's there's still a lot of learning for leaders about, around side hustles, but you also just don't want to make your company feel um, that you're, that you're using them. And, and at the end of the day, you're still an ambassador for your company. So you still want to make sure that you are putting your best foot forward and you're still living up to the morals and ethics of that company. And I would check just to make sure I, you don't need to ask anybody. Um, maybe you should, but I didn't ask anybody, but I did get the employee handbook and read just to make sure what I am and am not allowed to do in terms of a side hustle. Um, cause some companies are really strict about that and then just make sure whatever you choose to do as your side hustle is legal. Um, again, because you are an ambassador of that company. So, 
Um, like I said, you could turn a hobby into a side hustle. You can turn your career path into a side hustle. So for example, I know a lot of people like who are accountants and during tax season will help people with their taxes. Like they'll, they'll do tax returns for people or they'll tutor people in accounting at local colleges or schools. And so you can turn your profession kind of into a side hustle. And then there's people who are just who are just innovators, who are entrepreneurs. So I have a friend who actually makes t-shirts. She screen prints t-shirts. She will design the t-shirt for you, like the, the logo, and then she'll screen print it on a t-shirt for you and she sells t-shirts. And now with the pandemic, she started screen screen printing masks and that's her new thing. And, and she's minting it. She's doing amazing. I have friends who are, who who had a sewing machine and used to make their own clothes and now they're making masks. And so find find the gaps in society right now. Find the gaps in in the in the economy and see where can you fit in um a really cool thing right now with what's going on is like everything is moving online like zoom has become the next big thing how do you take the arts how do you take the arts online how do you take creativity online and so i have a friend um and i not a friend i have a fellow comedian who started an online comedy club he's got a website he sells tickets um, he gets headliners to do these online comedy shows. He even has bouncers. So if you're making too much noise and you haven't muted yourself on Zoom, the bouncer will kick you out. Then I have another comedian guy who has started a website where he's put up all these comics to hire for um, virtual speaking events and virtual comedy shows. And so think about where we are going in this in this era of COVID, in this era of cor- coronavirus, and how can how can you kind of find your niche. Um, and I'm still thinking about that too. I'm still brainstorming about that too, but, um, there's just so many, there's so many websites too, that can help you with your side hustle. So for example, Etsy.com, if you're not familiar, Etsy is in about 70 countries around the world, and it's basically an online marketplace. And if you just go to Etsy.com, E-T-S-Y.com, you can find anything. And it's, it was meant to be for artisan crafts and homemade stuff. And now it's just like, it's basically everything. And I have stuff on Etsy. Um, I was in Kenya last year in South Africa and I, um, I found these bags that I really, really liked. And so I put them, I bought them and I put them on Etsy and I actually, uh, created an agreement with the people, um, that I bought them for. And we chat on WhatsApp that for every time I sell a bag, I send a portion back to them. And it's been an awesome opportunity to, to give back to where I'm from, but at the same time also experiment, um, on Etsy. Um, I have a Shopify store. So Shopify is an online platform um, and that's in 175 countries. And Shopify is amazing because if you want to sell a product online and you're like, I don't know how to sell a product online. I don't want to build a website. I don't, know, I don't know how to build a website. Shopify actually does all that work for you. It is a platform to sell stuff online. And then you kind of just plug and play the website to make it look the way you want it to look. And so that's what I do for my online business. I use Shopify. Um, then there's Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R, and I think it's two R's or three R's, um, or maybe it's just one R.com. So if you're a graphic designer, a musician, or um, painter or something, or web designer, or copywriter, or an editor, or writer, you can sell your services on this website for people, and um, you, you, you kind of set your price, and then people bid on you or reach out to you if they want to hire you. There's Upwork, U-P-W-O-R-K.com. So say you are an accountant and you're looking for clients, you can put your put your job description or your profile up on Upwork. There's just so many sites. There's tutoring sites if you want to do tutoring for people. Um, there's t-shirt sites. So like I said, my friend actually will 
draw up the design and then create the t-shirt and mail you a t-shirt. But say you're a graphic designer and you don't want to actually make the t-shirts or hold the inventory for t-shirts. There's websites where you can upload your graphic design and then you promote the website and then you, you, uh, it's by demand. So like, say I want your design, I'll go on the website, buy the t-shirt with your design. And then that website will send you a portion of the sales. So they keep some because they actually print the t-shirt and ship it for you, but you get a portion because it was your design. And so there's just so many ways to side hustle. And it's really just about thinking to yourself, what are you passionate about? What do you want to learn? Or what hobbies do you have that you can take to the next level? Um, And side hustling isn't for everyone. I'm not saying you have to side hustle, um, but I do get this question a lot. I've been getting it a lot over the last couple weeks. And because this is a creativity podcast, I I hadn't touched on it, but I did did want to leave you guys with this because I I can sense from the emails that I'm getting that some of you are getting more and more concerned about losing your jobs and you just wanted some feedback and some advice. And so I'm going to leave you with that today. But if you want to learn more about side hustling, if you have questions about Shopify or Etsy, or you want to like take your idea and figure out how to monetize it, feel free to reach out to me. You can hit me up at hi at funnybrowngirl.com or you can find me on social media at funnybrowngirl. I am taking, like I said um, at the beginning of this podcast, I am taking a break from this podcast for the summer for June, July, and August. I will be I will be back on September 10th. Again, we have an awesome lineup of guests for for the third season, but I'm going to go live on Instagram. I'm going to continue to post these videos, these like solo episode kind of chats on YouTube. So please follow me on Instagram, funny brown girl, or on YouTube. My username is YouTube forward slash C as in cat forward slash funny brown girl. I do not know why that C is there. If anyone knows how to get rid of it, let me know. But again, it's YouTube forward slash C as in cat forward slash funny brown girl. Um, And I'll still keep posting there. So if you guys have questions about side hustling or you have creative questions or you have general questions just that I can help you with, let me know and then we'll go live or I'll go live on Instagram or YouTube and answer them. Um, Until then, guys, please stay safe. Um, I wish you guys all the best for the summer. I please stay in touch with me if I can be of any help. Um, if you need any coaching or creative, just somebody to bounce ideas off of, please let me know. And lastly, please join our Facebook community. It's a creative community and I've been posting a lot of stuff there. So for example, like Nickelodeon's writing workshop is out now. And anytime there's a new opportunity or a new grant, I'm posting it on there. So you can do that at funnybrowngirl.com forward slash Facebook Or you can go to Facebook and then search for Creative Breakthrough Community and it should pop up. Okay, until then, again, please stay safe. Please take care of yourselves. And again, I'm here for you if you need me. And I will see you on September 10th. Thanks for listening. Stay connected about upcoming resources, including opportunities, festivals, competitions, and grants to help you grow your creative passion by subscribing to my bi-monthly newsletter by visiting funnybrowngirl.com forward slash subscribe. Don't miss out on a life-changing opportunity and subscribe today at funnybrowngirl.com forward slash subscribe. And hey, if you decide to go on Instagram today, follow me. I'm Funny Brown Girl. I'm Shereen Kassam, and you've been listening to Creative Breakthrough. Now, go flex your creative muscle and keep winning.